You have transmissions holding. Patch incoming signal. Full audio and video decode. Purple files accessed. What you are about to see has never been shown to anyone outside the break house. their podcast land welcome to bray 17 of babylon 5 podcast we are here for a special episode because i think something big is going to happen very very soon uh for those who have not been following the babylon 5 uh news lately for the past uh bit j michael straczynski has been working on a babylon 5 reboot for the cw and uh, I'm going to read uh, through a little primer I just put out on Reddit and on Facebook for uh, our communities. And then Kevin is here with me from the podcast to talk about what we think this reboot potentially could be. And actually, we're going to talk about if it's even the reboot or not, because there's some question here on what's actually happening. So let me get started by saying, um, first and foremost, there's a lot of misinformation going around here and in other social media about what this is. No, Warner Brothers Discovery is not going to put a reboot on HBO Max. It's not going to happen. Warner Brothers Discovery has no interest in Babylon 5 as a franchise. They haven't had interest in Babylon 5 as a franchise for a very long time. The only reason why it's on HBO Max is because it was free content that they own that they could put on HBO Max, and so they didn't. In fact, that was put on HBO Max by the previous administration before the merger happened. So if you're thinking that this is going to be the next Game of Thrones, ain't going to happen. I'm sorry. No, the CW is not going to turn this into a teen uh, melodrama. And I'm going to say why that's going to happen here uh, in a little bit. But what's going to happen, we think, is that a reboot is coming. So here's the facts we have so far. Today, which we're recording this on 9-18, JMS tweeted the following. It has never been my way to ask B5 fans and followers for a solid on behalf of the show, because I feel it's my role and the role of the, sh- role of the show to be in service to you and not the other way around. But tomorrow, which what he's saying is Monday, September 19th, for the first time in 22 years, I will ask. So he is saying again, for the first time in 22 years, he's going to ask us for a solid. And we don't know why what that solid is because JMS likes the big book. But prior to this, he has been teasing for months that Babylon 5 reboot or what he is calling B5B will have news soon. My assumption is tomorrow, when this podcast drops, news will break regarding the reboot. CW will be watching the reaction on social media to determine interest. If the news lands with a thud, reboot dead. If the news gets legs and we really hype it up, think the original series Star Trek between season two and season three with that letter writing campaign that made the show uh, survive, we'll be watching a new Babylon 5 uh, this time next year. So after all that, here's what we know so far. The reboot treatment was requested by the network head at the CW. His name is Mark Pedowitz. Back in the 90s, Pedowitz worked for Warners. He loved Babylon 5 to a point where JMS would slip him future episodes on videotape 
So Pedowitz didn't have to wait to see the next one on TV. Pedowitz wants Babylon 5 back. Pedowitz told JMS that he, JMS, would have complete control over the show. The CW, and we heard this from JMS. He has said this multiple times in tweets and Patreon and a few other places. The CW would not force him to make a teen show or anything like that. JMS will be the showrunner, period. The treatment was turned in. The network loved it. And again, we heard this from JMS. They told him, JMS, to write a pilot script. That pilot script has been turned into CW. We only know a few story, uh, story points that came out in a press release last year, but I'm not going to talk about those story points because I want to keep this spoiler free for anyone who's listening who may not have gone through all of Babylon 5 yet. So we do know there's a few story points. I will say we know that it will be based on the station Babylon 5. So for those of you who are hoping for a Dilgar invasion or a show about a war that happened a thousand years ago, that's not going to be the show. It's going to be on Babylon 5. So what about Warner Brothers Discovery and the sale of the CW? First, Warner is not involved in the reboot, aside from the fact that they own the license. As I mentioned, Warner, uh, under their new CEO, um, is having to cut $3 billion this year. If you're a Batgirl fan, if you were looking forward to the Batman animated series that was going to be on HBO Max, you know stuff's getting cut. So Warner Brothers has no intention of doing a Babylon 5 show. They never did. They don't really care about the franchise. So if CW wants to make them some money by using the license, they're going to be fine with that. This reboot was never intended to be for HBO Max, period. So all the changes over at Warner Discovery have no impact on this at all. I've seen a lot of people on social media saying, well, now that uh, Warner's is Disco and Discovery merged, this isn't going to happen. That never mattered. What did matter was the sale of CW to Nexstar. That was a major issue for the show for one reason. What would happen with Pedowitz? As I already mentioned, Pedowitz is the president of CW. He is the guy trying to make this happen. If he got fired during the sale of CW to Nexstar from Warner, it's over. Pedowitz is still there. It has been announced over the summer that Nexstar is keeping Pedowitz as the head of the network. He's not going anywhere, which is good for us. In order to protect the project, Pedowitz actually moved it from 2022 to 2023. And again, JMS has told us this himself, that the reason why the pilot got moved from the 2022 slate to the 2023 slate is to keep it out of danger during the merger and the sale of CW to Nexstar. Now that that has all been cleared out, we're now looking towards the 2023 fall season. Over the past several weeks, JMS has been teasing on Patreon and on Twitter that news would be coming. He has said we should know more by this fall. Based on the tweets we've seen and the one I just mentioned, I think the decisions are going to be made in the next few days. So TLDR, the CW wants B5 to happen. JMS will be the showrunner. JMS needs our help to get the show off over the finish line. That's my assumption. He hasn't said that yet, but I think that's where we're at. So, Kevin, am I wrong? Am I right? What do you think about this whole B5B discussion? Well, I'm, I'm just surprised that in 2022, this is really the way that it it's done, because I'm surprised that the studio just doesn't look at all of the uh, online resources and discussions, podcasts, uh, websites for Babylon 5 fandom and doesn't realize that there definitely is a baked in fan base for something like this, but it, 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 
it's surprising a little bit, but at the same time, I'm sure they they're hedging their bet and they just want to be sure that they're going to make some money on it. And it's not going to be something that they're just throwing money down a tube for. So, I mean, they're going to have to put in a couple of million dollars easily to get it off the ground. And then I don't know, million or two per episode after that to have the production value be anything decent so i think even even jam i I saw jms on the patreon talk about uh a kick someone brought up the the topic of a kickstarter and he says yeah this isn't going to go a a kickstarter no one's interested in that um and you'd have to get you know, I, and he threw out the number. I feel like it was two million plus a million and a half an episode, something like that, to get it to to run. So definitely, Kickstarter is not involved with this. That's not what they're looking for. Kickstarter isn't going to be around for an entire series, even even you know half of a season. There's no way they're going to get that kind of money out of a Kickstarter. Yeah, and a network's not going to want to do that because no. they don't want to give any kind of control away from what they're doing. This is their investment, and if you if you have people throw in $10 to become a producer or whatever, God, that'll be a nightmare. That's why no network would ever do that. Um, network has plenty of money. They just apparently just want to know that they're not just going to be throwing money down a tube. Yeah, that's my assumption too. And, you know, uh, JMS made that tweet I quoted um, a little less than a little over 12 hours ago. It's had 645 retweets. 153 quoted tweets and 4,177 likes. And then we actually, the Gray 17 podcast posted on a Babylon 5 uh, Facebook group that's had over 1,700 reactions and over 400 comments about people interested in this. So I'm hoping that if this is the case, if my assumption's right, and again, I'm not an insider, I just know how to do some research and I've been keeping track of this thing because I have no life. Um, my hope is that this translates. So if I'm right, that news is going to break anytime and they're going to be judging the reaction. I hope people will buy into this. I really think this is what, how it's going to happen. Um, you know, Kevin, we had talked a little bit about um, people's hesitancy with a reboot. Um, you had mentioned before Battlestar Galactica uh, and how that's kind of like the, the reboot you think about in the sci-fi world. I posted this conversation on Reddit, um, the Babylon 5 subreddit uh, earlier today, and 5Orange77 replied back saying, thank you for this. I'm eagerly awaiting what comes next. I refused to watch Battlestar Galactica reboot because I felt it was a sacrilege. Yeah, I know. And I wouldn't do justice to the original or just plain rehash it. Yuck. 15 years later, I finally succumbed to watching it, and it told the old story in a new way. I enjoyed most of it. The fact that JMS is remaining in charge makes me really interested. And this is a writer creator who has never shied away from doing new things. And I agree with five orange. I think if it was another person, I'd be more concerned, but JMS doesn't, um, doesn't rehash stuff. Uh, Kevin, you haven't read the um, autobiography yet becoming Superman, but I know you're going to. And in there, um, JMS talks about how he has a little voice in his head that pops up all throughout his life that, and I'm paraphrasing, basically says, you're done here, move along. And it has made him move along a lot. And it makes him make decisions and change his uh, his career and change the, what he's doing completely because he's done. He's done it. So the fact that he's going back to this well tells me he's got some new ideas and you know the commentary he puts out on his episodes he says a lot that 
every scene he watches now, 30 years later, every piece of dialogue he hears, he wishes he could do it again and do it better. So I think that it's going to be a different story, but thematically with the characters, we're going to have a lot of the same characters returning. I think we're going to have a lot of the themes returning, but I'm looking forward to see what he brings to the table this time being a person who's, you know, grown as a human for 30 years and had our interactions with him for better or worse. He's had a lot of interactions with the fan base. So he knows what we've liked and what we didn't like, but there's also the possibility here that we're completely wrong, that it's not going to be the reboot that we're going to talk about. And actually that's another person on Reddit who just posted uh, the genre geek. He says, this is all good info to be aware of. However, it's worth mentioning B5B, which is what we're calling the reboot and what JMS calls a reboot, isn't the only B5 project JMS is involved in. There is a second unknown secret B5 project, which JMS calls B5A. JMS cop to this as being finished and it would be uh, out before any series, though I don't believe he's announced what it is yet. And that's correct. He hasn't announced what it is yet. John Ruggie continues. It's equally as likely JMS is asking here it's easily like is likely what JMS asks here may have nothing to do with the reboot. It could easily be about the new project, which again, isn't the reboot. Of course, it's equally possible. JMS needs this other project to succeed so that he could show fan interest and strengthen his position on B five B, which is the reboot for all we know. JMS is trying to get a fathom event for a special showing of a B five retrospective. And we're going to be asked to buy a bunch of tickets, or we need to pre-order a copy from Best Buy. I would say genre geek you're completely right we don't know what it is but i will say i don't think this has anything really to do with b5a and the reason why i say that is b5a which is we don't know what that is yet but it's done uh we know it went into production it only took a couple days it had the surviving uh cast members involved in it uh, but it is done he's actually said on his patreon that he has shown it to the folks who are involved in it and it is in the can uh, and he expects us to hear about it or see it at Comic-Con next year. So you're not going to do anything to release this thing to gauge interest in a pilot that comes out in 2023 because you need to go into production before then. You need to start casting. You need to start building sets, building, uh, uh, putting together costumes, getting this, uh, everything ready so you can film this pilot probably in February or March. So it's on the air in August and September. So you're not going to be gauging interest at Comic-Con because at that point it's too late. You're not going to film a pilot over the summer. That's not how it works. I do think that he may be asking us to support this other entry, this B5A, but I don't think he'd be so quizzical about it if it was the case. He's being very vague, and I think it's because he's being embargoed. For those who haven't done PR before, an embargo is just this. You're not allowed to say something until you're allowed to say it. So if he's been told that there's a story coming about your show, and it is embargoed until Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, he's not allowed to talk about it. What he can do is he can vague book us and say, tomorrow, I'm going to need your help. <laughs> so I think that's what's happening here. I think he knows it's going to happen. And Kevin, you're a part of the Patreon too. He sent an email out last week saying, this is going to be a very interesting weekend. <laughs> and so I think we're on the cusp of something here. And I think he needs us to get over the finish line, whatever that may be. Kevin, what am I missing? Anything else you want to add? Well, Scott, you're either going to be right or you're going to be eating a plate full of crow. You know, it wouldn't be the first time. And I, we, we just recorded our episode for Signs and Portents, which will be coming out here in a few weeks. And Nicole and Justin, one of them's right on a certain issue and one of them's wrong. And uh, 
Uh, we're going to find out who's right and who's wrong on that one too. And I know who's right and who's wrong. And so does Kevin. And I really want to say it right now just to say it, but we can't because the newbies don't want to get spoiled. So one of them's right. One of them's wrong. We'll find out who, and we'll find out pretty quick if I'm right or wrong. I certainly hope I'm right. But again, I have no insider information. I sure have tried to get some insider information. I may have shot JMS. Uh, I may have slid into JMS's DMs earlier today, but he ain't talking. So, uh, but I'm hopeful. And the reason why we're dropping this is because I think that uh, come tomorrow, there's going to be a lot more interest in Babylon 5. And I'm hoping that um, the uh, the community that's out there comes together and really supports this thing. Because again, whether you're a big fan of reboots or not, Babylon 5 and JMS are the same thing. So if you if you trust him, he's telling you that what he's got in store for us is going to be good. And I trust him. So hopefully that'll be the case. You know, initially when they were rebooting Battlestar Galactica, I was very hesitant to watch it. I, I grew up loving the original, um, even though it's very dated at this point, but it's still very enjoyable for people that that uh you know want to check it out um it really struck me as something that i really didn't want to check out and then when other people said oh man you really got to check out battle battlestar galactica i finally did and i i appreciated it for what it was it was a completely different retelling with some a few of the same elements but i i enjoyed it in a completely different way because it was very different media and I think people who uh, will wait around for whatever this Babylon 5 reboot is will very much enjoy it because a lot of us that have grown up uh, watching Babylon 5 will be very trusting of JMS to do something that isn't just some crappy rehash. Mm -hmm. And it's going to have value that we're all going to really enjoy. And it isn't just going to... Uh, be something that uh he just did for money because he's yeah. just not that guy no he's not um he, he absolutely is not uh say what you will about jms and he's an interesting character and he'll call you out on twitter as he has with me <laughs> at least once but um he definitely doesn't um he doesn't do that he, he's he's somebody who believes in what he's doing as an art form and obviously he wants to get paid and he's uh, excited when he does but he's not somebody who's going to stick around if it's not right. We mentioned um, in our discussions of season one, Larry Dottilio is uh, one of the uh, producers on Babylon 5 in season one and very much involved in the story editing and everything else. And Larry Dottilio and JMS met for the first time with uh, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. And then they were asked to stick around and help run She-Ra uh, and put together the Bible for that show and start going into production with it. And um, the studio started telling JMS and Dottilio that you can't have She-Ra use her sword. You can't have her punch people. You can't have her kick people. So instead, what we're going to have her do is spin like a little top and bounce into people and they're going to fly off the screen. And that's how she's going to get rid of people. And JMS got up, walked into Dottilio's office and said, we got to go. They're destroying this character and we don't want to be a part of it. And Dottilio jokingly said, um, I don't want to leave because I like a paycheck. And if I don't get another job after this, I'm going to kill you. 
And JMS joked that for the rest of Dottilio's life, he would always call up Dottilio first for any new job opportunity he had because he didn't want Dottilio to kill him. But so JMS is not going to play around with this. If, if he's got a good idea, he's got a good idea. If not, he's going to go on to something else. And it's not like he hasn't done other stuff. He's done Jeremiah. He's done Sense8. Uh, he's done Changeling, the film. Uh, the dude's got ideas. So if he's going back to the B5 well, there's a reason why he's going back to the B5 well. But we're going to find out. So, Kevin, thanks for joining me on this late night to chat with me for a second time. (laughs) This time I remember to hit the record button, so we're all set. But uh, for those of you who join us for the first time, welcome. I'm really hoping you're joining us because Babylon 5 is trending right now as you're listening to this. And the reboot is happening and we're really excited. And if you are joining us for that, uh, please also check out our full podcast where we are join with newbies and long-term fans like Kevin and myself to watch every single episode of Babylon 5. Uh, on Wednesday, we're going to drop our uh, discussion of Believers, which is a very, very tough episode to talk about, but I think we had a really good discussion with that, and we're trucking along through season one. And it's a great opportunity if you're just getting into Babylon 5. As I mentioned, we've got our newbies. So the first part of our show, we only talk about the episode we're on. We do not talk spoilers for anything else. And then we jettison out those folks out the airlock and then us long-term fans who have seen the entire show spoil the heck out of everything. So it's got some for everybody. And if you go to anchor.fm slash gray 17 podcast, you can find us there and find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. We are on all the social medias and we got a really good community going of folks just talking Babylon five. And hopefully soon we'll be talking about a new Babylon five, which Kevin's going to change things for us. When we put this thing together the first time um, a few months ago, the only idea was to go through season one through season five and be done. Maybe watch Crusade, maybe. But now we may have to change things because if uh, what I think is going to happen is going to happen, we're going to be talking about a brand new show uh, about this time next year. So until next time, uh, when we talk Believers, uh, I'm Scott. And with me, as always, has been Kevin. And we will see you on Grace 17. Thanks for nerding out with us. I may be completely wrong. Bring your crow. <laughs> we'll see what happens. We will see what happens. JMS, answer my DMs. Thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to Gray 17, a Babylon 5 podcast. You can find all the places to listen to this podcast and links to our social media accounts at anchor.fm slash gray 17 podcast. We want to hear from you, so please join the discussion on Facebook and Twitter. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review. Gray 17 is a part of the Front Row Network and NPR Illinois Community Voices. You can find all the Front Row shows at thefrontrownetwork.com. Gray 17 is not affiliated with, and this podcast has not been prepared, approved, or licensed by Warner Brothers or any other owners of the Babylon 5 copyright. All audio clips included in this podcast are the intellectual property of their respective copyright holders. They are included here for the purpose of review, and no infringement is intended. The opening and closing Babylon 5 themes are available from Falling Matter on YouTube. And what's out there? The rim. And beyond that? The truth. You wouldn't believe it, but three wine coolers, and I'm buzzed.